Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it is wonderful to have your company today for episode 280. This week on Toy Power, we hit up all the latest news, and if we've got time, we'll jump into some segment of sorts. Um, oh, that's, that's <laughs> what it's just a licorice all sorts, <laughs> yes. isn't it? That, that horrible black flavour that no one likes Aye, on every hey, layer. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I love licorice. Aniseed or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, called, yeah. it's the bomb. All right, we got Frank the Aniseed Man. Hell yes, that's we, me. We've got Scotty the Cat Tamer. You can call me... Dr. Evil. Yes. <laughs> and he's got my 18-year-old cat on his lap. She, He's taken pity on her. Actually, most most of us these days just go, get down from there with your claws. So yeah. she's found a weak link. And, of course, uh, Ben joins us as well. G'day, g'day. All right. It is all about news. But before that, any any comments? Anything we want to chat about? Well, I think it's important to shout out to the uh, one-year anniversary of our fantastic co-host, Darren. Uh, we uh, celebrated uh, at Trent's house just the other weekend. Mm. Uh, just a week's gone by um, since the, you know from this podcasting recording, and uh, we had all our families there, including Darren's mum and dad. So it was a nice sort of afternoon tea. The weather was nice. The yeah. kids were able to play outside and things, and it was just a nice informal catch up. Uh, yeah. you know, to celebrate the life of Darren. To uh, you know, just make sure. Darren's parents weren't alone on the day, so yes. to speak. So they had something to look forward to. And uh, yeah, it was just a nice day all around. Davey was with us as well mm. and his family and things, which was beautiful because he has been a um, key assistant, you know, in in the in our uh, progress to help uh, every with everything, yeah. with Darren's yeah, belongings and things. Uh, so yeah, um, we were able to give some, personally give some, money to uh, Darren's parents uh, yep. from uh, sales from the toys and things. So, um, yeah, we just tried to make it as nice a day as yeah. possible. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I sit with Mary and Jeff and, and I didn't want to, you know, talk too much, but when, when it was the right moment to yep. bring up some memories and, and yeah. talk about, yeah, because we were here in the house that Darren spent a lot of time in and, and, you know, he'd come over here, we'd sleep over before toy fairs and, and, and we, we just wanted them to feel comfortable without, you know, it's it's obviously still pretty raw for them. So it was more about having them there and having that support for the day. Yeah. Um. But it was it was a lovely day, really. The, the, everyone played nicely. Some wonderful snacks. Yeah. Um, yes, I think yes. Scotty, that uh, those um cream puffs that you bought with the caramel, the fitter rolls. Oh, the rolls. The <laughs> they were insane. They're I just great. I think I had about three of them. Like it was just <laughs> uh, they were amazing. But the food was fantastic, and yeah, it was it was a. Uh, a nice day, a nice yeah. kind of, you know, these things are hard, right? To, yeah, no, kind of- I, I spoke to Mary and Jeff actually incidentally the following day because we were sort of around there. Um, well, she rang me about their television and had some issues with um, Darren as well as toys, for those who don't know, loved his sort of audio-visual technology. He has the, the, the big hi-fi and the speakers and all that. And that's great because he, no doubt, put it together and knows how to work it. 
his parents not so much so they had a couple of little you know couldn't get the sound working or something like that and i, I spoke to them about look as someone who has experienced exactly what they're going through those days suck there's yeah. no other way to put it um but she did say in her words she goes look you know being around all, all you guys and, and darren's friends she goes it made a made a tough day just a little bit nicer which is which is sort of the end goal so yeah yeah and look for, for me i know how much it meant to darren to mark the passing of his really close friend steve young and yep. just yep. how he would do that every year without fail uh, on Facebook and they'd catch up with Steve's family mm-hmm. and go see a film because that was their, you know, Steve was big into Star Wars and cosplay and all that. So they, they really, you know, marked the occasion. And, and I remember Darren saying to me, you know, look, and, and, and Steve, Steve had been gone for sort of, you know, eight years and, and he sort of said, you know, it's not there yet, but one day it'll get easier to kind of do. And, and every year it just gets a bit easier to mark that occasion. And then, and I said, look, you look when when that pain and hurt is kind of gone. You'll mark the occasion with so much kind of remembrance yep. and joy, and and hopefully yep. it'll it'll get to that stage. So certainly, I think it's important to to mark the occasion and and remember him, and you know, mm-hmm. think about the good times that we had because it 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 should be you know a celebration of a life and Definitely. what yep. it, what he loved yep. and let that live on. So anyway, yeah, th- I really loved that everyone helped out everyone made 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 it all come together and be just like a really nice day so yep. yeah, i really appreciate that support um, from from you guys and from the families it was i, I it was actually really had wonderful. a very good laugh from darren during the week i was listening to an old episode i think it was 171 and towards the end of the episode trent did uh, a quiz and one of the questions was Name a dinosaur. (laughs) And I knew exactly what was coming, but I just broke out laughing. I had tears. Like my jaw was aching from laughing. I had tears streaming down my face. It was just. Because what did you say? Bionotops? And you guys paused for about two seconds to register. What did he say? What? That's not a. But it. What? Really, really oh, wonderful memory. Yeah. It was a very important dinosaur in his way. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, that's it. All right, let's chat. News. Three, two, one. Cue music. So what have you got for me? I'm Batman. she's got a new hat. Ultimates. Um, yep, that's going on the soundboard for next time. Every time we talk ultimates, now, um, that is what you said, right? Ultimate, yeah, it, okay. it was illegible. Or, uh. now, now this is a bit of a hot contender. Whether this is a Halloween uh, themed, you know, uh, pop culture reference or if it's Christmas, I is it think, Christmas? Isn't it? I Christmas think it's film? Halloween. Ooh, okay. I, I call it Halloween. I've never but, seen it, so I can't. But call we it. Are, it's a Halloween movie. Is it a Halloween movie? Despite it's, being titled Nightmare Before Christmas, yeah, right? Yeah. It's, it's so uh, obviously okay. we're talking about the new Super Seven Disney Ultimates Wave for the Nightmare Before Christmas, and this, of course, has Jack Skellington, uh, what's her name, Sally, Sally. and Oogie Boogie. Oogie so Boogie. these these characters are synonymous for the. I think it's late nineties. Uh, yeah, stop. Stop motion, stop motion animation, yeah. absolutely um, fantastic from Tim Burton. These figures have unfortunately been done to death. There has so, been a lot in terms yeah. of Disney figures. Yeah. Mm. This one gets a lot, doesn't it, it? It's a very, it's you know, really high on people's uh, fan, you know, 
like requests, requests yeah. and things like that. Right. People love these. The goths love them. Uh, you know, Jack can be your evil, monstrous, nightmarish character, or he can be that silly guy cosplaying yeah, as Santa, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's just a, you know, Sally's a bit of a zombie Frankenstein character, and Oogie Boogie is a, you know, ghost, a nightmare mm. type uh, looking character. Um, but, you know, in the Super 7 Ultimates, uh, you get a slew of extra heads. You get Jack Skellington comes with a screaming head as well as a smiling face. He comes with uh, four extra hands, a, a, a Carol's book or something like that, and he comes with the dog. Uh, Boo or something I think the dog's name is Sally is the same she gets two heads one of her hair is sort of wind whipped and the other one's just straight down she comes with a cat four hands and like a little uh, hamper basket of some sort Oogie Boogie comes with a um, open mouth head with a you know the tongue the Beetlejuice tongue isn't it it's sort of like coming out looking very ominous Uh, and then like a you know like a flesh eaten head or I mean something. that is genuinely frightening yes, that head yeah, it, yeah. it is quite horrific yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then and then he comes with a few extra uh, I set say hands or something that are um, you know obviously tokens from the movie I haven't mm-hmm. seen it for a long time and a little bat so each of them comes with a creature of some sort I think these are really cool, but you're definitely going to need a stand of some sort for uh, Jack. Jack. Yeah. Gee. I mean, uh, you look at these two figures, you've got Jack Skellington, who is just probably the thinnest Ultimates, Ultimates yeah. figure we've ever seen. And then you've got Oogie Boogie on the other hand, who's probably going to be massive. And, like, there's no figure stand I know of that's going to be able to, like, no. get around that, that girth to support him. Like... And such tiny feet yeah. on all of them. So mm. uh, very interesting whether there is a stand that comes, comes packed with, it or yeah. not. We think will, so for Jack yeah. Skellington at least. Now, this is a, a, a diversion from what we've seen from Disney Ultimates yes. in the past where they've been picking and choosing from a lot of very classic vintage, films, yeah. very yeah. vintage, all that sort of 60s era. A full wave of the one property. Mm. Do you think this signals a change in direction from Super 7? Is it... Is that was that scattergun? I I mean, like yeah. I, I was never necessarily a, a fan of that scattergun approach because they were picking such obscure items. Yep. And then you go, well, are we going to get enough of a run from uh, Robin Hood to make that to justify? You know, or do I have to one. wait for Wave yeah. Ten to get I, the? I like this. I like picking a property because you yeah. might go, oh, you know, yeah, as you said, Trent, you haven't seen it. Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't need to worry about this wave. But if the next wave comes out and it's all. Jungle Book or it's all Robin Hood or it's, you know, one of those classic Disney things that really, you know, grabs your attention, then bang, you're all in for the whole wave. None of this cherry picking yep. and then going, oh, all that shipping just because I want one of the three figures that are on offer. Um, I think more of this. I, I yeah. think I think uh, Jack would sell by, well by himself, but then the other two, if they were offered no hope, either, yeah. you know, like yeah. by themselves and then another Mickey and another Donald or something, you know, uh, to fill out the trio, th- it'd be a pretty poor wave. Yep. Uh, yeah, so that's fair. Um, but anyway, these guys are going to set you back 55 USD and they will ship late summer 2023, so next year. No, very cool. It's Reptar time. Hang on to your diapers because we've got a 16-inch <laughs> Rugrat Supersized Reptar premium vinyl figure available now from super7.com and they do love this style of figure the oversized sort of japanese inspired vinyl figures comes in a beautiful box with that sort of um, purple and green color scheme and a beautiful version of him 
uh, running towards the uh, the viewer, and it looks looks very cool. What is he? He's he's got to be about what eighteen inches? Is he yeah, sort of that 16 size? Sixteen inches. Is apparently, uh, yeah, according 16. to this, yeah. So I've got the final number of what this dude costs. I want to <laughs> go around the room and see if you're close or not in USD, of course. So, uh, Scott, we'll start with you. What do you reckon? Uh, what would what the price tag of this reptile would be? I'm going to say one ninety nine USD. Ooh. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's probably pretty. That's about what I was going to say, but I'll go. Uh, I'll go 160 US. I'm going. Th- I'm going 300. 300. Oh, wow. Trent, Trent is the closest <laughs> what? at 295. Oh, yeah. wow! I mean, it's a lot of money. Yeah, it's for, a lot of plastic. But well, it's, it's vinyl. Isn't vinyl cheaper than plastic? But he's big. It? Look and how it's, big. It's he is. big, but like, there's not a lot. Like, no, it's not a lot if, to if, it. If that was, you know. If you think, imagine that as a Godzilla toy, and there's yeah. scaling details and alternate heads and parts like they do in their Ultimates, three hundred, you sort of go, yeah, I can almost Maybe. swing that. Yeah. This, it's very plain. Which don't get me wrong, he's accurate to to the reptile, you know, from the show, but it's very plain. It's pretty much five points of articulation. If that, I don't know. Well, no, no, it's got six. Got the tail. What, got tail. That, yeah. Okay. Two arms, two legs, head, and tail. Yeah, I don't. I just don't know if it's enough. You know, <laughs> articulation or anything. It looks great. Don't get me wrong, but this is equivalent to Itchy and Scratchy. You know, like yeah, a level okay. of um, you know, depth of character. Like, yeah, sure. It's, it's not. It's not a character. Robot Itchy and Scratchy. Mean or just Itchy? No, and just Itchy and Scratchy okay. in general. Yeah. I, it's not a character in Rugrats that you see every episode. Yep. Sure. There's not yeah, a yeah. single episode that's dedicated to Reptar. You know, it's just, a, it's, yeah. just a, it's just a show. Yep. And I think they do go to a performance show of Reptar mm. and they ref, they talk about Reptar a lot, but it's not... It's a know, pretty deep cut for 300 yeah. bucks US. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe that's mm. just the cost of making a big vinyl figure at a niche toy company. But Oof. I feel like this is the sort of thing you'd walk into a toy, and, and obviously not to this quality and not a licensed property but you'd walk into a toy shop and this would be sort of 60 bucks sitting on the shelf oh, yeah. you know yeah. like it's it looks like that sort of priced mm, item yeah so yeah. it is a lot but you know these are high-end collectibles yeah. Yeah. so yeah I and maybe what, there's not a lot of production numbers. yeah well, i was just gonna say i wonder what the run is like yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, mm, all right, moving on to a McFarlane, and we're looking at more of his DC page punches. This is, I believe, titled Wave Two, um, and we've got some more. These are the small, sort of three and three quarter figures that come packaged with a full comic book, um, and we've got a first looks at Flashpoint Batman, aka Thomas Wayne, in the black and the red. We've got a very classic looking Nightwing. Uh, Green Lantern, aka as done by Hal Jordan, and a pretty classic-looking Joker. Um, each come with a comic book, all different comic books, obviously relating to the said character. Um, yeah, the usual five points of articulation. Uh, from what I can see from these pictures, you get sort of basic accessories. You get a Nightwing's got his little sticks, and uh, I imagine I can't see in the picture, but I imagine Bat- that Batman would come with a gun. No, would that, be- no, that gun's a band at can the he moment. Not have guns? Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, I can't see a lantern for the Green Man. So, oh, really, that no, seems no like lantern. a no-brainer. Yep. But yeah, but actually, that looks like a gun in uh, that Joker's holding. Or is I it think it's just the, the, the shine, the light. You can get away with giving Joker a knife, surely. Yes, crowbar maybe. Crowbar, crowbar. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or even a cane. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going old school, old school yeah. I mean that that comic is just based on that cover looks fairly modern. I think that's yep. one where they did like 
that looks from the the current run of Batman where the you know, Joker takes over uh, one issue and it's it's not Batman right. 65 it's yeah. Joker 65 right. or whatever cool. um and yeah you got Nightwing rebirth there and and some of the other books so mm. Yeah, so if these are your thing, um, they will be. Uh, what are they? Batch. Oh, so for pre-order at the moment. So yeah, they were a good price. Is it twenty four dollars? Is that right? Well, it, no, that's something you different. You can buy. You can buy them at uh, Kmart right now. Yes. for fifteen dollars. That's what so, I was going to say. I yeah. have seen these. Yeah. Not obviously this wave. Yeah, on the but shelf. But I've seen them on the shelf, and they are small. That yeah, was sort yeah, of. Yeah. I knew they were. We talked about the size, yeah. and we talked about if they'd just gone up and. Maybe done them in Star Wars size yep. or they're smaller size. than Star they're about the mask. They're, they yeah, yeah, they're mask really small. Wow, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yep. You're really, I mean, it's great you're getting the figure, but it feels like you're buying you, you the get, comic. Yeah, book. to yeah. me, it very much felt like a pack in with the comic rather than the comic being the yep. kind of the so, bonus feature yeah, right. for the figure. So, therefore, you get the paint apps you can imagine on a such a tiny yeah. uh, figure, and the paint apps you would. Um, you know, recommended to see for a fifteen dollar AU figure. So yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's pretty basic. So okay, yeah, it's really interesting. I just on this point because when McFarlane took over the license for DC, that was a big thing, and there was sort of Spin Master off to the mm-hmm. side. And the way I felt that was badged was McFarlane has the collector license, yep. and Spin Master has the master toy license kids, yeah. to do the kid stuff. And I feel, and, and you know, Spin Master is there, particularly with the Batman, the Matt Reeves film. We did see versions of the Batman in, in that more kid marketed. Not exactly kind of style. a kid friendly movie. Not really. One, no, <laughs> they wouldn't have been happy with the way the cards fell. <laughs> yeah. I think McFarlane was uh, licking his lips yeah. at the way that one worked out. But it's interesting that this is, to me, playing in the space of. Spin Master. Spin Master should be doing these yeah, sorts of toys. That's right. To be honest. But I think this is a great entry level for casual fans to buy a token figure and get the comic book sure. that otherwise they, you know. I mean, I guess the the addition of the comic book is very much in McFarlane's wheelhouse. Yeah. When you, that is. So that, that makes a bit more sense. Yeah. But, you know, if they, they've both got, you know, DC licenses, you, you'd almost like to see the two. Imagine... You know, Spin Master doing these smaller figures, I'd like to see him stylized a bit more. That's right. Yeah. You know, yeah. something that is really kid friendly. And then you get a, hey, Todd McFarland signed in yep. inverted commas, you know, comic book. I think that's a, you know, best of both worlds. But, you know, I guess then you got to split the profits, don't you? Yeah. Right, look, and I think you're 100% right, Frank. They've been going, let's do detailed, realistic versions of the Batman figures or Batman figures and let's make them. Realistic, but at a low price point with low paint apps. And I think you're better off taking the 80s approach of let's do this cartoon stylized and let's make it, let's get a really nice sculpt, but make it look, make you know, a bit pop. the, pro- yeah, make the, mm. the proportions a bit different. And, and then you can get away with those basic yeah. paint apps. Yeah. If you try to make it too realistic, it, it doesn't work. No, that's right. You lose so, the details. Yeah. yeah. Um, some more news from McFarlane now with their DC multiverse speed metal wave <laughs> so with the darkest night builder figure and this is todd's wheelhouse beautifully done i love the version of batman that is the builder figure for this wave so we've got the final figures from the recently teased speed metal builder figure wave which consists of the dark knight metals speed metal theme barry allen Kid Flash, Wally West, and Jay Garrick. So, so it's really a hundred percent Flash line, mm. and and they are. I mean, I, I know some of these are, or maybe all of them are comic book accurate, but they they certainly have like a Todd vibe yeah. to them, which is very cool. And the build a 
figure, which is the demonish form of the Dark Knight, which is the Batman who laughs from that storyline. So if you can essentially... It's almost like a symbiote. He's yeah, got, got a hold yeah, of Batman and he's got all these tendrils and yeah. smoke mist effects. And he's like a a dark black, but translucent, almost translucent black, purple, purpley yeah, black. Yeah. It looks really cool. Like he's done a fantastic job. Yeah. $24.99 each with the release date, October 2022. Don't have to wait too long to get this guy. Um, What do you think of these these figures? Like that Jay Garrick, like... The the Jay Garrick, you know, this is the yeah. kind of to me the original Flash with the metal yes, the helmet, and he's he's kind of modernized, but he looks he looks so old school at the same time. It's a really weird mix, and he's got like the metal spiked knee pads yeah. and gauntlets. It's just a really odd combination. The color schemes are really really weird, but I think the other ones all work quite nicely. Yeah, the um, uh, what is it, Wally? Which is the blue one? Is that Wally West? I think that's the Wally West. Yeah, yeah. that one looks. So, if you take away the sort of accessories and and certainly the builder figure piece, uh, I assume like that costume looks like it could be quite sort of you know Bronze Age, Silver Age yeah, type thing. I know does. the character is newer than that. Um, it, I do. I do it, love the Black Barry Allen. It reminds me of you know when Daredevil in Marvel went with a sort of an all black oh, yes, sort did. of suit. Like yep. it, you know what was black is red and vice versa. So um, I really like that. The the sleeveless look. I don't know, it probably doesn't work for a speedster, to be completely honest, in my opinion. But um and then the um the kid flash, he looks crazy. He looks like he <laughs> he looks like a Power Ranger. Yeah. yeah I'll be honest. Yeah. What <laughs> Wally West looks like a uh, the blue lantern corpse yeah. like from yes. he's jumped out of there. Yep. And yeah, if you can imagine, you know, Venom being in the DC universe, that's what, you know, he'd look like if he uh, latched onto Batman, so <laughs> but I like the you know the image that the silhouette image where he's crouching down. Yeah, I think that looks so demonic uh, looking mm. rather than just standing up in a regular pose. So if you long, could get that pose, yeah, yeah, I reckon you could yeah. because uh, with the knee articulation, you know the double joints and stuff, uh, I think it is possible. So. What, what do you what do you think your chances are? Say you're holding out for that builder figure to come as a deluxe figure later on. Oh, I mean, I've just I've just been recently <laughs> handed Bane from uh, Scott uh, here, which is from the McFarlane line, and he was a builder figure quite a number of years ago. Not maybe not with McFarlane. Yeah, I don't think it was classics. I think he was. Yeah, but mm-hmm. um, he's been a builder figure. So I, uh, I just think this is a bit niche. I don't it's think very niche, I don't think it? this yeah. this version of Batman is iconic as someone like Bane no, true, to be true. to get their own yeah. image. Maybe not. Release. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and it's unusual full flash wave, and then you get a Batman symbiote. So <laughs> he's um, got to do his Batman. He does. He does. <laughs> Let the man have his bat. He needs more bat. Yeah, he's got a quota, mate. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. We're talking about Origins Grizzlaw with real fur technology added to the uh, action feature. <laughs> technology. Uh, so yeah, this went up on um, uh, the uh, Mattel Creations. It is website. the first standard you know original right. figure to be yep. offered on mattel yeah. creations as yep. the only offering yep yep so all that fur technology that's gone into yeah. it needed a special uh, avenue to sell it and uh you were you able to get one trent or? i was able to get five. Oh, oh, oh. only five five i got it on the made... you bought enough for everyone yeah. well yeah. i did i got well we know what we're getting for uh, <laughs> <Santa>. <laughs> well i did recall uh, trent barrett did say we were talking because i thought originally these weren't going to be available in Australia yeah, that you couldn't yeah. deliver. So I put out the helper, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. can I get some help from the discord? Yeah. And uh, John Caulfield said, no, you can actually, they ship to Australia. So I'm like, oh, fantastic. So Scotty was all lined up to, to grab 
me one and 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 I said, oh, Trent might want a few, just reach out to him. And then I saw a post saying, oh, we're sorry. Someone had asked the question, do you ship internationally? And the response from Mattel Creations is no, we just ship to US and Canada at this stage. Sorry. Oof. So I, I reached out to Scott and said, look, they don't ship. I'll, I'll try and maybe I can reach out to... Um, one of the patrons. Yeah, one, one of the patrons yeah, yeah, um, yeah. sorted out that way. Anyway, they popped up and I said, I'm just going to try and see if I can add them to my cart. And, and sure enough, it worked. So I got five in my cart, yep. two for Trent and Barrett. I got one for Scotty here Thank and, you. and, 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 and an extra just, just in case. But yep. um, it, yeah, it, it was. It felt like I, I was really frustrated when I first heard this was going to be Mattel Creations. Mm. But then to have them do that pivot and say, we're going to do you know, a two-day window order as many as you like yep. the shipping's quite good value like good, I, I think good. the shipping was like maybe 15 bucks for five so that oh, was wow. quite reasonable That's really good yeah, it was quite wow. quite on them. quite good so mm. and they did talk about going back and doing other mattel creation exclusives again oh, yes, so I'm, I'm hoping things like colder yes. and wonder get another release i'm yep. not sure whether yep. they'll go back mm. and do the PowerCon exclusives like the four pack horde trooper Blackface Grizzlore and and yeah you yeah. know I don't know if they'll do those yeah but fingers crossed we can get some of those other harder to get ones yeah, I think surely by now they realise they're leaving money on the table if they don't do these things I mean I, I was yeah. listening back to our our masters introspective and where we talked about uh, Maddie Collector and how they basically pioneered that made to order yeah you put your orders in then we turn the machine on so we know how many we're making I don't understand a why a figure like Grizzlore is this premium no. edition Mattel Creations thing in the first place. But even if he even if it was a, a cold R or something like that, why not do the pre pre made order Sorry, thing? No. Yeah. I Rather don't than know. make a limited amount, not yeah. ship it to you know, yeah. allegedly not ship it around the world. Ah, oh, you just mm, Yeah. Uh, it's baffling the 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 business decision making yeah. here. Uh, just on a segue to that, thank you everyone who reached out about the uh, introspective episode. It's been yeah. one of our um more uh, you know, like a lot more feedback received, yeah, <laughs> well, well received, received uh, yeah. episodes. So, uh, thank you everyone who did that. Um, we do have a few lined up in the um, you know, in the list, but we don't want to burn through them. We don't want to have them all done and dusted and then, uh, yeah, too quickly. So, um, <laughs> watch this space. But thank you. Uh, for me, Grizzlaw is pretty standard to what we received in the uh, 80s and things. What we got for classics, but I do love his really pronounced uh fangs like that that is the biggest fangs i think i've seen grizzlaw have uh in any version of grizzlaw so that's really cool those that yellow eyes really really pops yep. nicely and he is uh, quite a scary dude so. and i presume this time he has a removable head or at least an articulated head whereas if we think about yeah, the original grizzlaw turned yeah, yeah. Yep. original grizzlaw that was all sculpted <laughs> have you seen a naked grizzlaw yeah, it's, it's a thing of nightmares <laughs> yeah, that is horror yeah and they so. sculpted the uh, the pouch the the nugget pouch yeah <laughs> they they actually sculpted it it's uh, yeah. quite i mean it's 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 ken style but it's um, <laughs> yeah. it's a very very odd thing 100%. All right, still on Masters, we've got, uh, uh, in keeping with their Mo, Mo, Mo Tuesday. Mo Tuesday. Yeah. It's a bit, uh, of, bit of uh, Three Stooges in there. Bit of wordplay. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good bit of uh, alliteration wordplay. Uh, so we've got another reveal of a, an upcoming Masterverse figure. This time it is Stratos mm. coming next year, but it's tagged as the new Eternia. So... Uh, it's hard to tell from the single image we've got, but what we get is him in the box. But I think I see a staff of Avion in there. 
Um, I think I see the jetpack a la sort of 2003. Yes. Um, so it's kind of looking like, you know, make your own Stratos. If you want to go Filmation, you can do that. If you want to go 2000X, there's options there as well. Yeah. So that looks pretty cool. But also what was revealed as part of this was that uh, Dark Horse are actually going to be doing some new comics. Um, they look nice. Yeah, so there's a couple, of, a couple of teaser panels and they're actually including... You know these uh, new Eternia figures. We we've spoken already about the the more uh, Viking looking He Man, and then the Skeletor with the the old school helmet. Um, and there's a few teaser panels they've shown that to basically include those. And it's it's going back to that thing of hey, we're introducing a a, a new figure. Um, here's how they fit into the lore. Here's a, a quick little uh, comic book to uh, you know introduce them to to the fans, as it were, to so. complement the new figures. Yeah, yeah. And any media is uh, welcomed, I say, at this stage. And I think comic books are sometimes the easiest way to yeah. uh, adapt to the new media. Uh, just back to Stratos, he's got the red wings with the blue chest armor, but then he's got like this big sort of necklace that's all red, sort of feathery like a necklace. Style. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Frill. I like that. Yep. Um, and uh, he's got sort of his, you know, claw uh, holding weapons hands, and he's also got some flat sort of flying uh, hands as well, which is uh, quite unique, making him you know, part of the Masterverse uh, line with alternate hands and things, which we haven't really seen before, I don't think, in Stratos's. Uh, of Stratos, so, no, yeah. Yeah, kind of cool. Mm. Um, while we are on Masters, we might want to quickly touch on the Mattel Creations exclusive that went up today, our time. So this was that four-pack of He-Man figures, which was kind of like a He-Man through the ages on TV. So we, we got that classic he-man figure with the more filmation style head Mm -hmm. which is nice to see on a he-man figure i think that's very cool new adventures which is um nice to see that new adventure style he-man done in a almost like retro yeah Yeah. that retro style um shape and physique of course from the 90s from the 90s 2002 he-man which funnily enough kind of he's all 2002 looking but he has the classic kind of vintage He-Man face. Okay. His, his right. face is very much like, it's not that hyper anime detail that we talked about in our retrospective. And then we've got the modern CGI Netflix show version. And what's cool about these is they all come on like their blister card with the art from their, their respective, respective yeah. lines. Toy lines. Yeah, Toy lines. Yeah. But in the same size style. And from the New Adventures one, which is the one I wanted the most out of these four, it's like when Leo kind of did the figures and they put the original figures on the new adventures card. Yep. So there were the bulkier figures on that card. I think that to me harkens back yeah. to those yep. kind of, you know, late run or Leo toys if, if they if it got the name right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Snapshot in time. Now what was kind of I think got a lot of people caught out on this was the price mm. and how quickly it kind of got announced so it was only a couple of days ago that this one said oh we're going to launch it and it's going to be 150 us dollars and i know a lot of people said well if you're going to drop that on us with two or three days out give us a bit of notice because mm. that's a lot of money for people to come up with now i was of the view this would just sell out by the time i woke up i'm past the days of setting an alarm for 2 30 in the morning because i just can't function the next day at work and, and i've got to have too old not to get sleep so i think I, I ended up waking up at about 4 30 in the morning and i'm i'm just like oh let's check if it's still available and sure enough it was so you know a couple of hours after it went live he was still there i picked up two sets 
$15 shipping to Australia, which is good. But the conversion rate meant these costs about, I think, 460 US, that's 460 Australian. Oof. So it's it's more than just over $50 a figure to figure. get these. So they're not cheap. Mm. The other thing I forgot to mention was they do come with the die cast VAC metal weapons or whether they're die cast and actual yeah, like silver. Yeah, yeah. But they, they're yeah. nice and shiny. Yeah. Um, and, and the box, the boxes, or it comes in varieties yeah, of TV themed boxes. TV shaped one. Yeah. yeah, and then it's almost like Motu guide on the back. So it's like there's some art, there's some pho- photography artwork that makes it look like it's it's a guide, guide from that era. That series. Yeah, 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 so they're nice. I, I'm I'm just really happy I was able to nab them. And I think, to be honest, the reason they they stayed there for so long was probably the price, the price was a big factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Interesting. All right. Uh, just a quick bit of news here from our friends at Lego. In line with some of their, uh, you might have seen the Darth Vader helmets or Star Wars-based helmets they've done, this one is along the same lines but from the Marvel Universe, and we've got a Black Panther version. Now, slightly bigger. This is probably more what you'd class as a, as a bust in that you sort of get yep. uh, you get Black Panther doing the, the classic sort of arms across his chest. So you, you get two hands, a head, and like sort of the top parts of the shoulders. Um, featuring King T'Challa. Uh, coming in at 2,961 big, pieces. It? Yeah. It's it's probably bigger than you think. You know, 18 inches high by the time it sits on its little stand. Um, obviously, a lot of black and silver in there. Um, yeah, this is... I'm uh, just reading some of the details here. Detachable hands, uh, articulated oh, right. fingers as well, so you can have them fully open or closed depending on your on your preference, um, and obviously in honour of the late Chadwick Boseman. Um, can be yours, set to arrive online and at select stores for $350 USD. It's a lot, and Lego have, as of about a month ago, done a sort of across-the-board price increase on a increase, lot of their sets. Yeah. So they had you know sets that were at retail for X dollars, went up to Y dollars. Yeah, and and okay. I was over in Melbourne at a Lego store there called I'm Rick James Bricks. Um, Rick is a fantastic guy, runs a really, really wonderful store over there in Victoria. But he was talking about this price increase and mm. sort of the fact it was pretty significant on top of already... You know, it's already an prices. expensive product over yeah. Lego for what it for what it is and and what you get and stuff. Like, is that did Rick know anything about the reasons behind the price? No, increase? I don't know if he went. He probably felt that there was. Well, I think he's. No, I don't. I don't think he did. But I think his view was, you know, like Lego are doing very well in terms of the margins on sets. So in terms of you know their their production facilities are state of the art and they put a lot into it and they're very automated. So his impression was Lego is is fairly cheap to produce, mm. um, and you know, but but there's probably market factors that are sort of driving well, it. I think it just comes down to cost of living <laughs> is going up, yeah, and eventually they've got no choice but to you know their their water and gas and, and their stuff. it all goes up. Their yeah. oil that they're buying to you know service the machines and things is all going up, and they they can't help but pass it on to the consumer and yeah. you know from all the way where it's in denmark where it's made it went by the time it gets to australia that you know price is really felt hard so it is um, yeah yeah but back to the black panther thing this is uh, advertised as life size right so that's why uh, it's 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 um been uh, advertised yeah as life size black panther bust honoring the uh, chadwick boseman's uh, so it is big i so, guess yeah. that's the thing only I mean, three thousand pieces yeah like, 
It, so I think that that when I hear life size something, I that that's a next level option for me. Like I, that was a buying uh, point for me when I bought my gremlin statue way yep. back when I was still sort of in um, TAFE and that. Like when the when the Tony from the comic book store said, "Oh, it's life size." That's like okay. I I think I'm gonna, I think I'm, I'm going to need now. to buy it, and, and, I, and I did. But like you know, just those those words, life size. It's one to one scale, yeah, yeah. right? I, that is just it's a it's I, I, it's just so cool in my opinion. And uh, the, so I give the the price tag a little bit of um you know you know leeway because it's uh, life size. I, I just <laughs> I just can't see. I, I love it. I love that aspect. So well done, Lego. Yeah, wonderful. All right. I think that's it for news. We're going to head on to the Disney convention, D23, which had some really interesting stuff there. I know I saw a lot of videos from Super 7 with their display Mm -hmm. and their Disney Ultimates were obviously on display. But also, we remember we got that figure, the Mickey as the tailor from Fantasia, Mm -hmm. and it was sort of like an oversized figure. And and then I think we got the alligator from Fantasia and a few things like that. And they've really... They had them all on display in this glass and the, the booth. Heart, the Queen of Hearts. Queen of from, Hearts uh, was Alice there. In Wonderland. Yeah. And and I tell you what, they looked amazing. Seeing them seeing now that it's a cohesive line. Because yep. when they sort of did Mickey's Taylor, I'm like and they've done a few Charlie Brown things. They've done yeah. a big Snoopy and a big Charlie Brown. Yep. I'm like, these are cool, but they're sort of these one offs. But I tell you what, when I saw that video pan across, I'm like, wow. Yeah. You know, if you're a Disney collector and you're into that that sort of era of figures mm-hmm. what great representation because they are beautiful so i i didn't actually twig that this was d23 but um yeah d23 yeah. there was um a few uh people generally look at it as the you know the marvel slash star wars convention that's not san diego because yep. it's it's disney's own in-house thing um but yeah todd mcfarlane was there from what i saw and <laughs> and you know all the the toy companies are trying just... to push batman in some way shape, or form, <laughs> possibly <laughs> yeah, yeah. sorry not in not in the house of mouse yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. um but yeah so from the marvel stuff there was i'll admit I think the fan base kind of got ahead of itself. Scotty, in particular, you would have been chomping at the bit for fantastic forecasting news. I know there was lots of mm, rumors definitely. about who was going to be up for it. All sorts of uh, posts. There was one post in the um, in one of the Marvel groups that said, that had, to be fair, a pretty well done Photoshop of oh yeah, it's going to be John Krasinski is going to play Reed Richards and these these other ones that had sort of been largely rumored and there was even someone in the crowd with their phone up and they'd actually taken that same image and you know shrunk it down and made it look like that was on the phone. So it was <laughs> it was a pretty good yeah, Photoshop. Okay, yeah. And I don't just know it was Photoshop because I'm that kind of nerd, but this post came out 24 hours before the actual panel had taken place. Oh, yeah, okay. So you had these people yeah. going, this is real blood. I'm like, guys, I know Settle people down. in America who are yep. going to this panel. They're asleep right now. It hasn't happened. It's 100% false. And as it turns out, there was no casting news yeah. in Fantastic Four anyway. So a little bit underwhelming for me. Scotty, did you have any thoughts? I'll be waiting another 12 months, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I've waited long enough. I can wait a little longer. I, I think in fairness, they did only they did announce the director. I forget the gentleman's name, but um, I think he's done some of the WandaVision stuff for them. Yes, so, I think you're right. Um, but yeah, if you've only just announced your director, how can I assume the director has at least some input into casting and stuff. So... Yeah, that's a little bit tough to do. What they did announce, though, which sort of come out of the woodworks for me, a werewolf by night 
Uh, this is going to be a, a one-off special that is going to drop on Halloween, I believe. Oh, yeah, bring it on. <laughs> so I watched this with my wife, right? Like, we like, okay, let's catch the trailers from D23. And I'm like, let's check out this werewolf by... We watched Secret Invasion, which we'll talk about next. Mm. And then we went on to Werewolf by Night. And she's like, what is this? And I'm, and I'm like, remember, you know, pre-superheroes. Yeah. They were just looking... Uh, comic books were looking for other genres to talk about. One of the biggest ones was horror. So they did, you know, all the Draculas and werewolves and, uh, you know, like uh, war stuff and things. Mm. And uh, so we chucked it on and she was just like, oh, my God, I love it. I love it. Very Ed Wood, she described it as, like that mm. sort of, um, you know, era of, uh, you know, 20s type thing um, of black uh, and white, black and white yep. uh, horror aspect and things. So she is super uh keen to check this out from that aspect of it looks so cheesy it's going to be awesome yeah and having the marvel backing behind it and seeing having concerns about what the hell's this wandavision show all about showing it you know the sitcoms from the 60s and things and then turning it into one of the best series i've ever seen Mm. uh, i have full faith that this is going to be fantastic and a bit of a uh, blink and you'll miss it scenario uh these uh, man thing is in it so yep. um the uh the yin nice. to the yang of uh, swamp thing yes <laughs> uh, but like literally if if i didn't see screenshots before oh, i saw right. the yeah. trailer you gotta pause it um, at the right time <laughs> I, I wouldn't have picked up on it because it is just a flash uh, yep. uh scenario uh but it looks great it, mm. it's uh very campy and things uh but i think it's gonna be it's a tv series i believe both of these are. Uh, yes, I thought it was yeah, just a one-off well, special. Like it could be, it yep. could yeah. be, but uh, it's it's being brought to Disney Plus. So. Oh yes, this yeah, is yeah, the thing yeah. now. Like I mean, we'll talk about it in a sec. Secret Invasion. I watched that all the way through mm. and go, gee, this looks like a good movie. <laughs> and then it's like limited series, and I'm like, wow. Yep. Like I I cannot pick it now. Like I remember Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They they went to a lot of effort to make that look cinematic, mm. and maybe that's because I knew that was a show well before I saw the trailer. But that kind of felt, okay, it's like the TV show. And, and WandaVision felt like the TV show. Mm. Whereas to me, this just felt like I was watching a, tra- a movie trailer. Yes, yep. It yes, looked yeah. amazing. I, I'm almost sometimes, I, whilst I love going to the cinemas and love seeing a big blockbuster movie, I'm almost excited to see a series like Secret Invasion yeah. as a TV series mm. because I'm going to get so much more out You're of gonna it. You're going to get instead more. Of, instead at of least two double. and a half hours of content, I'm going to get six hours of content. Yep. Six or hours of whatever. content over six weeks and exactly. you get to discuss yeah. it with your mates exactly. every uh, week in between. Yeah, yeah. That, the hype is real. So yeah. uh, couldn't be more excited about uh, this for those that don't know, Scotty, do you know? Can you give us a brief rundown of the Secret Invasion storyline or the art? Secret Invasion storyline. It's all about Matthew Teal and the Scrolls, of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and th- we've already had an introduction to the Scrolls throughout the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but the idea here is that they've been infiltrators into the universe far longer than what we think. Mm-hmm. That they've already abducted key figures throughout the universe. And replace them with scrolls. They're shapeshifters. Yes, yeah. exactly, so they, exactly right. They're in those positions, and it's the the, the sort of the, the storyline of how they then influence changes throughout the Marvel universe strategically. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be like a, a a Thor, who is a god, has superpowers, yep. lightning, and yep. stuff like that. They can't replicate something like that. So they're going to be no. someone smart, uh, yeah. sort of low key, very human based. Yes, in in sort of their power set. It's a it's a, it's a truly wonderful idea. I tell you and, what, uh, if he hadn't passed away, I would have had Thunderbolt Ross as part of that 
as a, as a scroll. Oh yes, I yeah, mean, of course. The, the actor, and I forget his name to be honest, um, but he unfortunately has passed away, so I don't think they're going to go down that path. But yeah, there's lots of scope for it. And then for those of you who've seen the trailer, it's Nick Fury and it's the whole trust no one type yeah. sort of thing. Because, yep. um, it was very... Because I know sort of that Winter Soldier had that espionage spy motif through it. Yeah. And this very much felt like that. You know, he's a bit he's a bit crazy. Who do you trust? And, yeah. and that sort of, you know, secret business. So yeah. I, I, I love thematically how this sh- is shaping up. Yep. And yeah. and one of the big things I took out of it is Nick Fury has an, both of his eyes. He doesn't have the eye patch. He's got a scar on his eye, but he's got both eyes mm. or, or looking around as normal. Or is it normal. scroll, Nick Well, it Fury. could be. It could be. Oh, but but that is yeah. a key indication. How how much can... What era is this set in? What timeline is this oh, set yes. in? Oh, yes. Okay. And uh, he's got a scar, but he's clearly not wearing the patch. So... Well, and there was a ver because I noticed that too. I'm like, ooh, no patch. And then later on, I saw him with the patch. So there might be two versions. Might be, yeah. Ah, scroll and non scroll. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you That's tell. That's how to tell. That's how the audience <laughs> picks it. Scrolls have two eyes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, so yeah, on the uh, on the talk about uh, Thunderbolt Ross, we get the Thunderbolts movie, which had was this is one of the newer. Uh, reveals it's sort of been rumored for a while but finally gets confirmed now, this is a movie as opposed to a tv series thunderbolts who don't know is basically a uh, villains who are essentially posing as um i'm trying to think of a dc equivalent is it suicide squad suicide squad yep yeah, that's probably the closest one um or the injustice league am i imagining that anyway i probably got that wrong oh anyway. yeah because i think in the um what is it like Owlman and it's like crime syndicate. Crime syndicate. Crime syndicate. Yeah, and aren't yeah, they? Don't yeah. they pretend to be good? Well, they are just flat out bad. Oh, they're guys. just bad. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. But this is uh, and and this sort of cast has been sort of forming under our noses for for the last little bit in the yeah. MCU. We got a. It's actually a, a fan uh, drawing, if you will, but it's sort of been picked up by Marvel. I, I saw the artist on Twitter. Go, I can't believe they use my artwork. <laughs> that is cool. <laughs> yeah. How good. Um, yeah. So we get uh, we get Yelena, uh, Black Widow's sister, who's yep. going to be the Black Widow character. We get Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier. We get uh, help me out, Scotty, with his actual name, Evil Captain America, John Walker. John Walker. Thank US you. US agent. As seen from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we get Taskmaster. Uh, so she is back. Um, we get the Red Guardian, played by David Harbour, of course. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. Looking like he's having an absolute blast. We get Ghost back from yes. the Ant-Man movie. That's a, be deep, great addition. Yeah, that's a deep cut. Yeah, I, don't I think like any of us were ex- She was probably fell into that large category of a one-and-done Marvel villain, but great to see her um, come back. And what's her name? Elaine from um, Seinfeld. Oh, yes. She's like the director, kind of. Yeah, isn't she's. She? Um, I think. I think the original character. She's the. Um, oh, she's the senator, isn't she? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I forget her character's name because I think Valerie. Or am I thinking of someone else? You might Valerie because Cooper, I think maybe. Uh, I don't know because in, in the original, my understanding is in the original law that character is a male who puts the team together. So sure. they've twisted it for the purposes yeah. of of the casting and and you know a bit of diversity and stuff. So. Um, I forget her actual name. But she, Dr. Yeah. Samuel Stearns, is that the... No, 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 that's... Oh, oh, okay. oh you're burying oh, the lead right. there. Spoilers <laughs> for the next bit. <laughs> but yeah, she's the one, and she has shown up in a couple of the um, post credit scenes where she's talking to Yelena and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, that's going to be very interesting, an, an all-villains movie, but then you've sort of got Bucky Barnes. Yeah, there's, they, some, there's, some, ref, there's, there's a lot of grey in that's there. That's right, yeah, so they're anti-heroes to in, some extent. Interesting to see how they play that. I kind of felt they're missing their... 
powerhouse character here. Their abomination would be the yep. perfect fit yeah, in this group. That something like this, you've got to have that indestructible yes. tank sort well, of character. Red Guardian is yeah, pretty possibly. strong, isn't he? Yeah, he you is call him strong. a Captain America in terms yeah. of his power set. Right. But I guess you do have evil... What are they called? Um, what's not Winter Soldier? What do they call the John Walker? His US agents. US agent. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, yep. yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, so be interesting to see... How they play? Yeah, so we've seen all of these characters in the MCU, which is kind of nice. So I just, I just, it's a team up movie. I'm, I'm interested how they're going to bump heads with their, you know, egos, you know, like trying to uh, fight the, you know, I fight better than you scenario, yeah. or you know, hey, you could have done that better, you know, well, why didn't you do this? Uh, the arguments and the, you know, trying to put a team together where they're all individuals. Yep. You know, I think there's going to be a lot of clashing and things, and I think that alone will make a very interesting uh, movie in itself uh, because they're, I believe they're all big personalities. So Yeah. Mm. I think David Harbour's going to steal scenes and <laughs> steal oh, some yeah. hearts along yeah. the way. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, and then we move on to Captain America New World Order. Scotty, do you want to take this one? Captain America New World Order. So this is going to be the first movie for uh, Sam Wilson as our new uh-huh. Captain America. Yes. Uh, to me, it kind of looks like a bit of a team-up movie with uh, with Winter Soldier, possibly. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Am I guessing? <laughs> I'm, I'm clutching not, at straws. I'm not sure. I mean, after the TV show, I'd, I'd be surprised if he doesn't show up at some point just to like... This really yeah. needs to be his standalone yes. movie. Time for Agreed. him to be his own man. Shine. Yeah, time to shine in the light. Uh, and from this trailer, we have seen a character from the past. From was it previous... wasn't a trailer. There was no, no footage. I haven't I done my homework. I don't, <laughs> I don't even think it's started filming yet. But uh, basically, we get uh, a character from the past show up. Who I, don't, is... I don't recall it. We get to see uh, from, an, from the Incredible Hulk film, uh, Dr. Samuel Stearns, who in his supervillainous form is known as the leader. So if you think back to Edward Was Norton. Was he in there? Edward Norton's Hulk yes, movie? Yes, I remember it. He's, I, he's yes. the doctor. I think he's like, what is it, when he's typing on the chat lines, Mr. Blue and Mr. Green, and they're trying to help each other out. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, and right towards the end, you know, he tries to get the Hulk out of Banner and it doesn't go well. The lab explodes or whatever it is. And he gets... Uh, infected somehow and right as just before the camera cuts he, he something drips onto his temple and his head starts to s- just expand ever so slightly right. and he's got this look on his face like oh my god i'm just i'm now the smartest man in the room bang camera cuts Cut. that's it there's no follow-up there's no post-credit scene and he's back and he's it- the same actor wow and they brought him back no doubt to be like he has to be the leader and probably the villain of this movie what what, what sort of time frame there 20 years he's it was one of the very early films. Yeah. Incredible, Incredible yeah. Hulk could be about. It's after, is it pre-Iron Man or post-Iron Man? Just post-Iron Man. Post-Iron Post Man. Iron yeah. Man just beat it. Like if you look at the MCU watch orders, it goes Iron Man, Incredible Hulk. Yeah. So it's 2008, 2009 at best. Mm. That's so 14 fair, years. Yeah, fair distance. Mm. Cool. Good on him. Well done. Yeah. All right. And then uh, finally, finalizing this uh, talk, uh, Mandalorian Season 3 trailer which is looking pretty cool. They don't give give away much, if anything. They just talk. Uh, there's a little bit of him, um, you know, taking off the helmet and the repercussions of that uh, so that he's not a true... You, you are know, a Mandalorian no more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he's not in the true form of that cult anymore. Mm. Uh, there's And then uh, baby, then there's other Mandalorians and things uh, flying around and Baby Yoda's like, what? 
It's like <laughs> just in, in his in his facial expressions and uh, the Mandalorian says, "What you thought I was the only one?" Like, yeah, yeah I thought see that was Bo-Katan cool. Bo-Katan show up for a little bit. Yes, as well. yeah, a lot yeah. of uh, reoccurring characters from the uh, that's you know don the Mandalorian armors uh, and things. So I'm 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 hyped. You know, mm. and this. I hate to say it, but this strengthens why I, Mandalorian is so much cooler than Boba Fett. Like I, I just, I'm, I'm really excited about this, yep. and um, yeah. So well, he, I mean, he is really Boba he Fett. Is. He really is yeah, what Boba, Boba Fett, Fett should, should have been. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's, it's embodied of what the yeah because they couldn't get that name licensed and they didn't have faith in it. That's yep. uh, this is what yeah we got, and unfortunately, it's taken off in in better strides yeah <laughs> so it's an odd world we live in where these things happen um, isn't, isn't coming till next year though um, I, I can wait originally yeah. i thought based on previous seasons it was going to be out for christmas like so oh, end, i think end of this year i think but... it'll be like in january i think it'll be very yeah okay early because that's been traditional that it's been around the christmas oh, time okay Righto. so i think it'll Might be, be a bit uh, later very early next year yeah very early next year cool. I'll, I'll be surprised if it's not in, within the first day uh, quarter so yep Cool. And one last little shout out that piqued my interest, uh, Inside Out 2, which I think is one of uh, Pixar's more underrated films, Inside Out, the original one with Amy Poehler and a huge cast of characters. I love that film. I thought it was a very cle- fantastic, very clever yeah. way of showing, portraying emotion and, and yep. how the human brain is this crazy chaos particularly in the you know in a young child and this and they're doing a sequel which i never thought would happen like yeah. I, I loved it i thought the original was great and they did a couple of little shorts sort of yes. follow-ups when you know the kid the, the gets date, a boyfriend first date, and, yeah. and the dads uh, love it I, everything about it i love it when they show the dog and the dog's like and then all the five and characters the, and then the cats like the cats are just doing whatever they want <laughs> just right. walking around and just totally I just, random i just thought <laughs> it's that very was clever isn't it yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. So, yeah. Um, that, that's it. I'm just going to chuck in a few quick things yeah. while I think of the movie related, not D23 related. But um, there was a film premiere, and the name escapes me of the film. Uh, Don't worry, darling. I think it's called. Mm. And they're at Cairns, um, the Cairns Film Festival. And Harry Styles was there, and there was this <laughs> oh, spitting incident oh. with Chris Pine. It was it was the funniest thing. I just have you seen couldn't... the footage? I've seen the footage. Do you actually think it happened though? Oh, no, I don't, look, I don't think it's a. I think there is some saliva that did go on Chris Pine's hand, but I don't think there's a. There's no. Spit. I, th- I don't think it was malicious. It's not a malicious it, spit. Yeah, no, yeah. so there's no way that he spat on purpose. I, I think it was. A Have you seen it? What do you I've think? I've seen it. I yeah. just, I just think it was over. I think he said something to him because you can see him going up to sit next to Chris Pine. Chris Pine's clapping, and then something he stops. Something has happened to Chris Pine at that point, and he. He stops, he sort of looks But down. he looks at his hand and he well, stops clapping. I, I just think it was as Harry Styles is getting there, he sort of leans in and I reckon he said something. Now, the rumours are that there was, on the set of this movie, a whole bunch of infighting, faux, faux, uh, what's her name? Flo, Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh yeah. hated this person and, and Chris Pine, from what I understand, again, I wasn't on set or anything, Chris Pine was largely caught in the middle of it. Yep. He didn't really buy into any of the drama that was going on. Harry Styles is, of course, dating the director, Olivia Wilde. Yep. So there's all that angle to it. Um, so I, my and best, there was a, a yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf he was, was meant on to the be movie, in it, and then, then he, got, he, got sacked. he got apparently got sacked, yeah. And then, you know, um, Olivia Wilde put out a thing saying, oh, we had to let him go for creative differences. Then he's published... Yeah. A, a video message that Olivia Wilde has left him saying, oh, no, no, let's work this out, blah, blah, blah. And it was just, it, in other words, Olivia Wilde was basically caught out for life. Caught out, yeah. So it's yeah. just, 
this ridiculous thing and, and i'll be honest ali really wants to see this movie and i think half of it is for this damn drama which uh, yep. i just i find ridiculous i well I, this actually intrigues me this film like yeah. the style this sort of what's real what what can i trust but the the segue from that i i just thought that was i i just loved watching that clip of have you seen the goat uh, version no, I haven't seen someone's the CG like you think a goat, but with ragdoll physics, and makes it look like Harry Styles just walks up, throws a goat on Chris Pine's lap, and he just stops, and this goat's just wriggling around on his lap, and he's like, "Oh, uh, Harry, you yeah, bugger!" Like, yeah. it's, it's just what I, what I love about that scene. There's a there's a scene I think similar. So Harry Styles is sat down between Chris Pine, and there's some people on the other side. And then at the end of the film, there's a standing ovation. Mm. And like Chris is talking to the person to his right and the other person's talking. And Harry Styles is just looking so awkward because no, he's got no one. And the camera's <laughs> on him and he sort of like doesn't know what to do. And it's just, it's so funny. Like, you know, it was someone made the caption. Here's someone that is an, an absolute showman and an absolute, you know, extrovert. But yeah. but maybe in, when the camera's sort of not on him, he's as awkward as do? awkward as the rest of someone <laughs> in a situation like that. Um, but what I wanted to lead into, Scotty, you're a big Dune fan. Mm. This news didn't really come out of anywhere. I just happened to kind of investigate the filming of part two. I was wondering oh, who they had yeah. cast. Right. Who had they cast? Because there was an, obviously a number of key roles they didn't cast. The princess uh, Irland being yes. one, yep. the, emperor, the emperor, and um, of course Fade Rautha. Right, so those are the big three. Have you heard the casting news? Please spoil it for me. All right, yeah. let's let's. This is I love Villeneuve for this. Right, the emperor, Christopher Walken. Oh, oh nice. wow! Like, how good is that? So he's going like, to do a little dance or something. Oh, look! It's just he's it, it an eccentric <laughs> sort of character, yeah, right? Okay. So I think Christopher Walken yeah, is, he that. is Florence yes. Pugh comes in as Princess Irulan. I so don't, uh, I don't mind that whatsoever. Pretty yeah, good. Wonderful. And then, uh, and I don't know the name of the actor, but the guy that played Elvis in the oh yes. in the he's Fade Rautha. Perfect. So casting, I reckon yes. that is very, very yes. good casting. So I was very. Happy to hear that, and and filming is is a, a go because yeah. that, I think Florence had to leave that um, Cairns Film Festival early, or I don't know, right. maybe she just didn't want to be there. <laughs> but she bolted out to go and film for June two. So Fantastic. I'm super excited. Super exciting. Yeah, my wife will be very happy to see another two and a half hours of June. Could you imagine? You know, part two of three yeah, comes exactly. up at the start. Oh, <laughs> three parter. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Fantastic. Is that is that? Are we done? Are we at I th- time? I think we. I think we're calling it. We're Just calling looking it. At the numbers. A couple of questions. I'm looking at your. Le- we're we're recording at Trent's again, and I'm looking at your Lego. Uh, did you get the um? You know the module set for Father's Day because I don't see a building. No, <laughs> I didn't. No, I, I didn't get that. So the backstory there, if you didn't catch the episode, was I was in. Um, Rick James Brick's store, and he offered me. We were there to do a podcast, his um, Lego podcast, which he's, which is fantastic. Um, he's got a full podcast studio set up, ready to go upstairs in his Lego store, and about I'm going to get it wrong, but at least half a million dollars worth of Lego Oof. models in there. Like it's phenomenal, great store. Um, but while I was over there, he said you can have any set at cost or whatever you want. So I'm like, oh, I really shouldn't be buying big toys and bringing them back. <laughs> um, so I, I, I got the um, Boutique Hotel, which is one of the modulars. I've got, I don't have all the modulars, but I've, I've been collecting them since, um, you know, for, for, for the last sort of five years. And um, I got it and I said, look, I bought this while I was away because it, it was a good deal. But 
you just give it to me when you want as a gift, right? <laughs> and, and I thought maybe oh. Father's Day I'd get that. And I got some I got some other Father's Day gift, but I didn't get it. So maybe maybe Christmas or maybe <laughs> Leanne's just like, you're never getting this. Gonna I'm going to teach you. So we will see how that one goes. Watch this space. Uh, before we wind up, can I just give a shout out to one of our Patreons, Casey. Um, on uh, my other show, The uh, Hammerbarn Project, uh, of course, toy power comes up every now and then. As, as oh, that's that other show Frank Frank does, uh, and and I sort of made reference and said a line something to the effect of, "Yeah, there's probably not a lot of crossover between you know the sort of uh, bluey dads fans that would listen to this show and and toy power." Ha <laughs> ha. Moving on. So anyway, much to my surprise, Casey hits me up one day. He's a he's a patient, long time patron of toy power. I've had lots of good chats with him over the years, and uh, he goes. What's this about you being on a Bluey show? And I just went, <laughs> well, what do, what do you mean? And he hadn't even found us directly through, like, when I occasionally put up on our Discord about it. He found us because he listened to another Bluey podcast that we, yes. the Hammerbarn, crossed over with, like uh, Mary and Kate, who yep. are the Gotta Be Done ladies, probably the biggest Bluey podcast out there. And, so he, and he'd been listening to these ladies for a while. Oh, crossover episode. And he's like, I recognize that voice. <laughs> That's Fra- what's got Frank's got a bluey podcast. How and now bizarre. he's called all the way up and he's emailed us, go, oh yeah, this and that. And so I'm just like, yes, they do exist. There, there is one, one person. Yeah. <laughs> As Brendan said on our show, he goes, How Adelaide it is, is that to like, you know, find so out about this through through the someone else. So <laughs> thank you for that, Casey. It's uh it made me feel great. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Well done. We've got an exciting guest uh, next week. Yes. We've got uh, the Mr. WrestleMan himself, Chris Fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be fantastic to pick his brain about wrestling figures. Well, he's the font of all wrestling knowledge. He is. He, he is. is. And yeah. well, along with Sean Fuster yep. and Tyler Daniels. Yep. Um, they're, they're big, big um, fonts of knowledge. Yeah. But it is something that has sort of escaped all of us in the yeah. room. Wrestling, yes, you know, we. Yep. I've got. I can count on my fingers the amount of wrestling figures I have, and don't even need to do the zipper. And um, <laughs> and I probably have the Ooh, most wrestling figures do. in this you room do, by yeah. far. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it was just something that didn't hit my radar at all. I mean, Re talked about it, like uh, watching wrestling a lot with her family and things, and loving it. I watched a, a, a smidge with my dad a little bit. But that was it. Yep. You know, it yeah. was always behind a paywall on Foxtel or something. Yeah, Went that, that short window that we did have Foxtel and uh, that was it. I never, never, you know, migrated to it at all. It was always superheroes yep. and mm. sci-fi and all that stuff. Not, not, nothing against it. No, it, it just, it Chris just, is probably yeah. that age, a little bit older than us yep. that maybe caught the free to air. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we might have missed that. So mm. or maybe, maybe our parents didn't... Uh, didn't turn it on. Didn't. Oh, who knows? Know. Who didn't knows? Yeah. yeah. Mm. But yeah, so that should, will be a fascinating episode indeed. Cool. Well, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Toy Power. We thank you so much for your ongoing support. And to all our patrons, thank you for all the chatter on the Discord. We hope you stay well, take care, stay safe, and we will see you around the toy aisles. And until next time, good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us. Toy Power Podcast at gmail.com. 
Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher, and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome.